Good afternoon and welcome to the Hard Luck Show. I'm your certified, qualified, West Side host, Steve Lucky Luciano. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the greatest show on earth. It is the Hard Luck Show, coming at you from the bunker in Southern California. Sitting across from me, my partner is Chumahan Bone, American Indian, elegant barbarian, Southern Californian, and I am supporting protesting. Yeah. Burn it down. Burn it the fuck down. I wanna I wanna set up a no man's land. I wanna set up a no man's land. What? 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 Yeah, god damn, I like to get pumped up with that shit. Fucking what, live what, in this motherfucker this morning. What, 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 what? Yeah, fucking Steven and Sean were like, that's your thing, dude. You say what every time that savages come on. Yeah. Fucking. What, what, what? Steve was like, you know what? It sounds like it sounds like this. He, uh, he, what? 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 Yeah. You know why? Why? Because it kind of, you know what? That reminds me of like uh, Indian songs. Shout out to Noriega. Hey, you know, like, like this. Y'all hey, y'all hey, y'all ha, oh, y'all hey, y'all hey, y'all ha, oh, See, all you got to do is sample the Noriega now. That's, dude, I'm telling you, Sample right. the Noriega and lay that track on there. You know what? Hey, Sean, can you can you do that? Yep. Hey, mm-hmm. you sample that. In the next one, I'll fucking bust out a real Indian song. That that one right there's the Chief song. Yeah, it'll be the remake. No, that's the gambling song. Yeah, Su- it'll hey, be called. Hey, hey, instead hey, of Super hey, Thug, hey. it'll be what? Instead of Super Hug, Super Thug. Super it's Hug. Gonna, it's, yeah. It'll be. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll call it Super Hug. <laughs> yeah, we can call it um, Super Thug. The police. I don't know. We'll think of something. But my point is, is uh, uh, well, wait a second. In st- in the bunker Wait virus, yes. Right before we get off topic, in the bunker virus, who do we have? It, nah, it feels like military in here. Oh, be- well, before it feels like military, <laughs> it also feels like oh, right. Yeah. This is this is <laughs> sorry. That's all right. <laughs> oh, oh, blue eyes. Yeah, what you saw? Blue, finally, I got blue it, had yeah. enough. He had enough. We have him here today in real person. Yeah, yeah. that's my jam right there. Yeah. Sean Lewis, certified audio professional. Bump that a little bit. Turn yeah. that up. That's the shit right there. Yeah. That's just for you, though. Man, this is I yeah. love it when Sean dances. He knows that's one of my favorites. Cause look at him humping the ground. Look at that. Yeah. Fucking put Michael Jackson to shame when it comes to dance moves. If that shit comes on and you ain't dancing, there's something wrong with you. Right. 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 Hey, I feel like I feel like we come a long way from the last time we was all together. Right. (laughs) 
Look at oh, that. The crowd man. Wonderful. It. Great. Just, just music selection. Just cracking off the top. That's yeah. what That's what we need. But Really, yeah. man. That's just some good shit. Yeah. Yep. 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 So, man. Uh, let's see what's. What we got next? So, no, what do we uh, got next? Back to what I was saying on yeah, the military. What saying? Get on the mic, like, dude. Feels like military. Get on the mic. Get on that mic. Uh, feels like military. Uh, it just feels like that around here. Why? I don't know. I don't know, you guys. I don't know. There's Why somebody. So, there's, we might tomorrow. have a soldier of tomorrow. fortune tomorrow. Yeah. in the house. Right. This dude is. What we saying? Valor. A valor. Definition. If you went and looked up valor in the dictionary, right. You probably wouldn't have to look that far to start finding pictures of Danny. Yeah, not only that, he's a mercenary of freedom. Yeah! Yeah. yeah. He's a mercenary of fucking cannabis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, this guy's a Here defender of cannabis. Look at that. Coming in, and this this fool, he doesn't need gold. He's got tat sleeves. He's got a beard. He's got wealth. Look at the crowd. Yep. The Jars of weed. jumps up. Tell him, hurry. He's taking a bow. He takes a knee. He's throwing a red rose to a hot chick in the audience. <laughs> He's flexing. Wow. I deserve a and one. I'm wondering if, if he was if he was in you pull, if he, it, pull it so that you I'm, don't have to worry about I'm it. I'm wondering if this guy could go to over and be in doing one of those tours of duty with that with that beard on. Would they tell you oh you gotta get oh, that? I start I I started fucking around and letting my shit grow like this when I was out there. No for shit. some of the shit I was doing. Yeah, because, yeah. yeah because I was wearing regular clothes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they, because he uh, will blend in. Totally. Because like, a lot of those fools the second, over in the Middle East have beards. Yeah. Right? The yeah. second time I was over there, I didn't. I wore regular ass clothes, and I spoke the language, but kind of broken. Right. But I, we could conversate, right? Yeah. So, it, it worked for me. Yeah. Mm, no, I'm telling gangster. you, that, that's how you infiltrate. Was you gotta look like you gotta infiltrate. You they gotta, gotta look they like they wanna trust somebody that looks like them. Exactly. Yeah, yeah I agree. It's part of the, the mind. It's part it's just how it is. And you know, uh hey, oh, go ahead. Does that mean everybody who, my hair who this guy is? Yeah. Just in case they don't know. Yeah, who's who do we have here? That's a good point. Well, let's let's back it up and welcome to this show. Right. Our reoccurring guest. Expert. The soldier of valor himself, yeah, Mr. Danny. Yeah. Welcome to the show, Danny. Danny. Hey. You guys remember Welcome from back, me. man. Danny, uh, yep. Zero Dark Thirty, Danny. Yep, the fucking man. The man. Last time we talked to him, if I recall correctly, we were on with your buddy who was a medic, and you were in quarantine or something. What was oh, that? Yeah. What happened? So what happened with that? Your so, nickname's just highly decorated. Oh That's your shit, man! Yeah. This is just—I just—it just keeps hitting me one thing after another. So I did one of those fucking. Uh, I was at the house. Yeah. And then uh, the baby took a shit, and huh? I couldn't smell it. Right. And I was like, right. remember? Yes. And then I was like, what the fuck? So I went and did the test. The test said I was negative, right? Great. But then the news says, oh, forty percent of the tests were inaccurate and weren't <laughs> were false positives. <laughs> so <laughs> literally, like. Maybe a week and a half ago was the first time I started smelling and tasting again. Wow! So you wow. did have you did have something. Yeah, I I'll get I'll I'll almost bet that I was one of those asymptomatic ones that didn't pass anything on. Right. Did right. you get sick at all? 
No, I got. He, I just couldn't smell like anything. I couldn't taste anything. I had a headache and felt like kind of like vertigo-y a little bit, but nothing, no fever, no nothing else. Right, and the, and the rest of your family's cool. Yeah, everybody else is straight. God bless. Thank God. Yeah. Well, so um, so yeah, asymptomatic because not everybody has the same thing. And Danny's right. Like a lot of those tests were inaccurate. Plus, we didn't have hardly enough tests. Uh huh. And um, that's why the lockdown orders were put in place. It's not because it's, you know, uh, the only way to deal with the virus. Because as China shows and as, as Germany has showed, you can, you can have the virus in the community. The question is, do you know who's infected or not? If you do, then you push those people into lockdown. Everyone else can continue about, about their lives. But because not enough tests were distributed by the president, Donald Trump, right, mm-hmm. uh, that that's the reason why there was lockdown orders. It wasn't because that's the only way to deal with the virus. It was because nobody knew who was infected because the tests were either A, inaccurate, or B, there wasn't enough of them. Now mm. that we have Danny here, Danny, you're a military guy, right? Can yeah. you uh, just give yeah. everyone your quick credentials? Yes, case? please. We got um, a lot of new guests, uh, new listeners. Mr. and Mrs. Earbuds, listen up. So I did uh, seven years in the military. I did two tours to Iraq. Um, I was a sergeant in the army. I was a leader of SKT team. That was the very beginning that we worked with General Petraeus, um, cleaning up Baghdad. That stands for small kill team. Um, well, I love that. About, yeah. 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 So let me ask you this then, um, while we have you right here and it's kind of fresh on topic, before we get into the subject of this show, part part of which is going to be discussing like. Does Jordan Goudreau, the special mm-hmm. forces ex-Green Beret, I think he was, mm-hmm. and his wacky attempt to <laughs> take over Venezuela <laughs> okay. with like 20 dudes or whatever. Let, we'll, we'll, let's, we'll get into the details of that. But yeah. before we get there, I do want to ask you, given uh, Trump's like last two weeks, right, when the General Mattis comes out and says, fuck this guy. Like, he's a military guy. He's at the top. Mil- Millie, another general, says, fuck this guy. Colin Powell, another general, says, fuck this guy. From your perspective, from, from what you've experienced, what do you think is going on between the military and Trump? Or what are your thoughts on that? Um, I still talk to a lot of guys in the military. A lot of my buddies are still in, so I talk to them. They don't even feel any type of way with him because they're just so busy with their own shit, right. to be honest. right. But it's, I don't know, it, right now we're getting to see why we need to be having people that are groomed to be in that position. Right. Because right now the inability to process everything and to deal with things like this on a regular day basis with the stress is showing now. Right. You know what I mean? Everybody liked that first fucking, whoa, we're fucking America crazy shit. Now it's like. Oh, he's fucking trying to juggle everything and trying to fucking still put up. Nah, it doesn't work like that. Right. What do you think about that, Steve? I agree. I agree with exactly what oh, you're saying. Oh, Blue Eyes, what do you say? I'm with Danny, man. Yeah, I'm with you too. Have you ever, Danny, have you ever in your military career ever seen actual generals publicly come out against the sitting president? Never. That's crazy. Like, let that sink in. Let that sink in. Because we've had some fucked up dudes too. I mean, Nixon was fucking sure. tarred and feathered and run out on a rail. But sure. they didn't, they didn't yeah, the generals yeah. didn't stand up and say anything about it because no, no. 
generally not even obama because remember obama was a huge big deal too right a lot of like there was people in the military that i knew were like oh fuck him da, 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 da. Right? right you know but yeah. it's so it's that was a big deal too and i never seen no general and i worked with the generals right then and there right so i didn't see that at all not once fucking crazy and then do you have a feeling about what true uh trump's i mean he's the commander-in-chief and he's saying like look i'm gonna bring federal troops into washington dc and push out these protesters so i can take a picture in front of the church what are your thoughts on that uh we got a leaf blower (laughs) uh what are your thoughts on that on um on trump wanting to bring troops in to remove peaceful protesters in front of the white house so he can walk across the street and take a walk across the park and take a picture in front of a church with a bible i think uh just like i said he's scared he doesn't like fear comes out in different ways right you know what i mean fear doesn't always fear could look like bravery to a lot of people Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but really deep down inside they're just they're panicking and they're fucking doing whatever they can to try to do the right thing but they're that's why it comes down to training 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 is solves everything it's that's amazing that you just said that. Steve, does that, what do you think about that? Because I think what, where Danny's, Danny's coming from a tradition of discipline. Like when you go into the military, you got a boot camp, you got other drills and stuff that you do. Part of, and I'm listening to General Mattis's book, uh, uh, Chaos Signal, Signal Chaos Call Sign, whatever the fuck. But anyway, it's General Mattis's book, right? And one of the things he talks about is that muscle memory training, the reason why it's so crucial, especially in peaceful times, is because when the shit hits the fan, that's what takes over so that you can actually operate in a, a stressful situation. Exactly. Duh. When I got hit with the grenade, I literally, my body and mind moved in a way that I didn't even realize I was doing. I went straight into treating my soldiers and treating them while I was fucked off and fucked up myself and didn't even realize, but I knew what had to happen and just went and did it and made it happen. Right. So then when, when you get a president who's supposed to be commander of the military and a bunch of other shit, I mm. mean, let's not just say right. that. Right, yeah. So you get a guy like that whose biggest claim to fame is that he wasn't trained and that he's like some kind of like, you know, regular person, geek off the street. That's why I can do it better than anyone else can do it you have this kind of problem. We've seen, now you can see where his lack of training has come to a fucking head. Exactly. All right, very good. Okay, Steve, you wanna, you wanna do any other catch-up discussion? With but that, that shit transcends across everything. Think right. about all the shit we got right now with the cops. I agree. Mm-hmm. I totally It goes back agree. to training. I Every t- situation that we're dealing with right now and are trying to fucking work through is... It's not going to happen overnight because it deals with training. And think about how much training it takes for soldiers to get to get where we're at. I totally agree. Yeah. Because I, I look at the cops and like, yes, there's systemic racism. I'm not even going to be say that there isn't. And, and also there's, you know, you see cops if, like mostly you see a lot of white cops killing black people and or other people, people of color, whatever. Or, you know, raping chicks. And you see that? Mm-hmm. You see all kinds of bullshit. Pedophilia. Okay. But I think what you're saying is interesting, which is 
if these cops aren't properly trained, meaning long periods of drilling so that they've got muscle memory to handle these stressful situations, they're going to make a lot of bad decisions. Yeah. Think about, bro, I've been pushed to the limits where I'm like on one hour of sleep in three days, had to walk 20 miles with a full packing list, and then at the very end of that do a competition shoot where I have to run against somebody for a couple miles, shoot, do all the shit, perform, and all this stuff. That shit makes you like capable of so much more in the end. Right, right. Because these situations, like if you're dealing with an arrest in a situation and the guy might even be resisting a little bit and you got all, and you're exhausted, you're overworked, you're fucking pissed, this is the eighth time this has happened, da 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 da, da. you might make a bad decision. And I, mm-hmm. that to me only goes to explain shooting somebody, let's say, in the, in a heat of the moment or something like that. Yeah. As far as Floyd goes, that seems a little different because it's like that guy was just leaning on his neck for like eight minutes, over he, eight minutes. Yeah, he, 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 he executed him. Yeah. Straight up. That's it wasn't, exactly right. He yeah. executed him. Nobody, nobody that even just has common enough sense to say, all right, I'm fucking this dude up and there's cameras on me and people are yelling at me to get off his neck and there's three of us. Right. If you don't have that common sense, uh, you're fucked. Well, you're, why even have a like, gun? Yeah. Why even have a fucking brain? Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, man, I got to agree. You know what I wanted to say real quick before we got too far down the line? When you were bringing up Trump and about how his big talk and everything. Yeah. Ah, uh, you know, we're not gonna stand for this. We're gonna, Cause he's got a fucking military behind him. He's got guns. He's got whatever. You know, this is how he talks. Right. But let me remind you. Go ahead. If you were to pull Donald Trump in his prime, what are you, eighteen, twenty-five, whatever it is? Yeah. This is the type of human being that if he was getting in his car and somebody walked up and punched him in the face, yeah, he'd leave the keys where they are and start running. Right, and then eventually <laughs> running for police, running for managers, running for somebody that can call the police. Well, he did. That's what he would do. He did run to the bunker when the protesters showed up. Now he's claiming he was doing an inspection. He's like, no, no, I was inspecting the bunker, but it was like a <laughs> his inspection coincided with protesters showing up at the White House. So if you have no courage yeah. or nothing to even stand on your own two feet for your own sake, right, right. you're never going to be anybody that would stand up for anybody else. Man, that is true. Okay, that Just remember that. 100%. A coward, and that's what that guy is. He's a coward. You can tell by the way he talks. He's just a coward of a man hiding behind this mask. But right. don't be fooled. If somebody walked up to that dude and punched him right in his fucking face, right, that guy wouldn't stand his ground long enough to even ask the dude why you did. He wouldn't do it. Just turn around and run. That's right. full of fear. Right, just and that's cr- the type of dude he is. Just crumple up. Just crumple up. But he's a fucking listen. I'm grateful for him though. Like <laughs> no, no, no. Like, like, I, I like, think I know where you're going. Like I told my bu- one of my buddies the other day, I was like, that he's the best president we've had because look at everything that's been exposed. He made motherfuckers so brave to think that the, the people that are terrible humans could just come out. And now look, how many motherfuckers have you seen? You're like, oh, that's how you feel. Right. You're like, in this whole time, you were standing around me. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you get, this is gonna tear everybody apart, but we're gonna come together. Yeah, I because there's yeah. only one way for us uh. to fix it. It's 
to I tear agree. it apart and to come back together. Mm-hmm. I totally agree because um, when you when you are because I've gotten to like, there was a point in time when I dealt with. And I'm not really going to call them conservatives because there's a type of conservative that's really about like, I just don't want to pay too much in taxes. I don't want to overregulate the market. I, and I don't agree with that, but that's more of a fiscal money thing, right? That kind of conservative yeah. I can kind of tolerate uh, or at least argue with because that kind of conservative is not about infringing on anyone's freedoms mm-hmm. or rights. But the other kind of conservative, which is trying to conserve some kind of traditional racist or whatever ideology i used to like up until these recent events have kind of been like well obviously we all know that's wrong and society's already made their declaration like that's not okay we're not dealing with that anymore that's some fucked off shit that was wrong right and so so if, if at least for me i'll just speak for me so sometimes when i come across it i'd be like well that guy's just ignorant and whatever whatever and you're right this president Cause those people, especially the ones that still hold those values, maybe don't even think they do, to come full on out. And it has forced me to say, if you're still supporting that, I'm done with you. You're not at the level of an actual conversation with me. My standards of being an American require that you actually believe in freedom, not that you say you believe in freedom, but not in other citizens' Mm. freedom. You got to actually be for it all the way. If you're not for it all the way, we know where we came from. I'm American Indian. You're Latin. You're Indian Latin. You're Irish. They were oppressed by the English. If you're coming, or poor people too. I'm not even going to put it to rich. It's poor, mm-hmm. right? A lot of soldiers are fucking people that went into the army or the services because that was their best option. Mm-hmm. That was their best get up. So, the, the, so if you're not for freedom all the fucking way, in this country to finish the project that really is America, then I'm not, then I'm not, then you're not able to talk to me. I'm not, I'm not considering your opinion. You can have your opinion, but I'm not entertaining it because any more than I would entertain somebody who was littering. But you, but you, it's your job too, because not to entertain it. Yeah, it is. No, listen, go ahead. I'm going to tell you why it's your job to entertain it and do that conversation with them because sometimes it's a lack of education. The disconnect is clearly there. I'm going to tell you the disconnect between some people and other people is clearly there because I've had conversations till this day of to people that don't even grasp like things I tell them. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I was t- I was talking to my buddy. Go like, ahead. Think about when you're li- for me for when I was little, they would mm-hmm. be like, when you act bad, what do they say? We're gonna call the cops. Like, right. they're there to scare you. Right. You know what I mean? Right. They're not. We've always thought of cops as scary as they're gonna fuck us up. Always told yeah. that growing up as kids right. because and they don't understand in our neighborhoods, they'll go take one of our friends fucking drop them off in another neighborhood where we're not supposed to be right and then just have fun and think that that shit is cool right you know what i mean like that shit isn't cool no but my point is look i take your point what you're saying to me it's my responsibility not to entertain this is what this is what i'm i'm i agree with you my responsibility is to tell that person okay when they come to me supporting that and i've been doing that in full force in the last month Okay, that's consumed almost all my energy, mm. which is to 
say, number one, let me tell you why you're not allowed to have a discussion in, in this situation because you support racist ideology and you're regurgitating stuff from like the federalist.com that sounds like it's intellectual, some sort of think tank, whatever, but really it's dressed up racism. And you can't see that. And because you can't see that, you're not mature enough to have a conversation with me about actual race issues. So my, my feeling is my duty as an American is to say no, wrong. In the same way a parent's duty to a kid is to be like, no. Mm. I, mean, I don't have to entertain the kid's reason why they think it's okay to eat ice cream for breakfast. They can have it. You could say that. But I don't have to actually entertain it and say well that's an interesting perspective why don't we you know kick the ball around no my thing is saying no then if and then and tell the kid look you're not mature enough seasoned trained enough to even know what's the appropriate menu for health you don't know that same thing with the races it's like look sorry i hate to tell you this but you're supporting a fascist this is what got germany in trouble this is why Germany went, do you know how many adult humans followed Hitler? Like, like thought it was okay. And they really thought it was about fixing the country to a certain extent. And their idea of fixing the country was treating the oppressed, treating certain people of a certain religion as uh, garbage to be destroyed. So, when I say to them, I go, look, I'm telling you right now, you're not able to have a real conversation about freedom right now because your idea of freedom is on par with what went on with the Nazis in Germany. It's going to lead to that. In fact, we can already see it's leading to that. You can see it. This is, this is why American generals would have to stand up and say to the commander in chief, you're wrong. Speak on that, Tumon. That's right. The thing is, is the American generals, when they stand up and say, that's wrong, you're, what you're a commander, because people don't know this, but if you remember A Few Good Men, I know it's not, it's movies, yeah, yeah. but remember, there's, sure. there is a qualifying aspect of following orders. You're supposed to follow valid orders. There's a point at which the military requires officers and soldiers to exercise not a lot of discretion, a little discretion. But when the order goes beyond legal or authorized or whatever it is, when the order is too crazy or yeah. it's, it's out of it is it, domestic it, so, or foreign terrorism. That's right. Mm. That's right. That's right. So, so the the generals I think are doing a great service to the to this country by showing you can be a lover of freedom, you can defend freedom, and also stand up to your boss. And say, or the commander in chief, and say, "Sorry, that order. We followed a lot of your orders, but that order is not in keeping with what the agreements are for this military. Mm. We're not going to do it." So, in that same way, I, I, so to your point, no, I don't ignore them, but I shame them too. I'm like, look, just so you know, you're fucked up. <laughs> you can't be, you can't come to this party because you're fucked up. You're the un-American. You don't you, get to hang out with us. No, you're not the American. You think you're the American. You think you're fighting for freedom. Let me tell you something. You're fighting for oppression. 
You're not a true American. True Americans believe in equal justice for all under the law. Equal. You want some kind of privilege. Fuck that. That's not America. That's not America. I mean, my, our fucking forefathers did not fucking tell King George the 20,000th or whatever to go fuck himself, right? They didn't tell him to go fuck himself and lay their lives down and bleed just so a small group of assholes could try to reap all the benefit. Mm. That is the fucking truth. Mm-hmm. Right? Rightly or wrongly, mm. whatever you want. And if you think that, that, that any of the... Dude, I was talking to somebody the other day. I was like, <laughs> I'm like, you know, this is... We're still fucking fighting the Civil War. You know mm. that, right? Yeah. It's different now. Yeah. It's exactly right. That's it's exactly just in right. suits and ties. Which is why I agree with you, though. I agree with you that in, in the sense of that this is a great president because... He's the little white cap on top of the pimple that burst. Mm. And now all this pus is coming out. Yeah. And now all of us Americans have a duty to stand up. To clean up the pus. Clean up the pus. Mm. Absolutely. Growth only comes in uncomfortable situations. That's the truth. That is. You ain't going to change unless you have to, right? Right. That's exactly right. And, you know, we had kind of made a deal with the racists a little bit. We kind of made a deal with them. We're like, okay. You just don't be too loud. Right. right. And like Stay in this chill space. over there. Yeah. Like, just don't be fucking around with us and we ain't fucking with you. Right. Yeah. And we tried. We were like, look, okay. When really they should have strung him up and had a public a You public know what? Execution. No, no. Well, I mean, no. What I really think is that. <laughs> <laughs> what I really think yeah. is that. Make them I, all go to Crenshaw High School. <laughs> Put them on the prison yard. Listen. Yeah. I, all I'm saying is, is that we Martin Luther King came along and changed the laws. <clears throat> there was like all these wrong-headed laws on the books. Martin Luther King comes along and says, "That's enough, fuckers!" Right? So f- finally, right? They were like, "Okay, you're right. Okay, you're right. <laughs> all right." <laughs> and, the, and the thing is, then after all right, <laughs> Jesus Christ, okay, fine, get all off right. my back, Martin Luther King. I'm trying. <laughs> trying to keep the status quo. All right, you got me. Okay, fine. <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah. But part of that deal was like, okay, like you said, you can have your personal racist beliefs, but the law's not. The law doesn't follow that. You know, white and black people can get married. Sorry, you can say it's wrong. That's fine. We'll let you. You want to have a club and get together and be like, well, I can't believe black people are marrying white people. It's just crazy, right? You want to do that? Fine. So fine. We gave him a chance. We told him. We're like, look, so long as you're no longer killing people and you don't try to change the laws back. <laughs> you know what I mean? We've settled this. It's settled. Right? You can't own a black person. It's settled. Can't own a human being. It's settled. Okay? But, but you could still pay Mexicans $5 an hour in the strawberry field. Right. Right, but <clears throat> Cesar Chavez came along and said that ain't cool mm-hmm. either. Yep. Right? It was like, okay, come on. Like, let's, it's settled. Have your, you want to have the family dinner. You want to carve into a turkey and think it's a Latin, you know, and say, God, I, they're destroying this country. Fine, do it if you want. If you want. But don't try to push back the law. And then we let them do their thing. Like, okay, fine. 
and they couldn't handle it. They just couldn't fucking handle it. Couldn't handle it. They fucking couldn't handle it. So what do they do? They start getting together, figuring out ways to talk about race without, without fucking, uh, you know, calling it racism. You didn't see that West Point picture? No. Where they're all the cadet, a lot of the cadets are throwing up that that OK sign. What is that? But it's actually the sign for um, white supremacy. (laughs) And the the kids got busted that were doing it. Mm. They even say, like, that's why they say sometimes he does it. He'll be like. Well, I'll tell you this much. They wouldn't let, they just couldn't just keep it to themselves. They had to try to make the country racist. And by, and by the end of it, they had elected this soft-headed son of a bitch who at some point. Soft-headed son of a bitch. They did. And this guy's up there, this guy's up there like, you know, a white supremacist runs into a white woman who's protesting against racism in his car on purpose, gets convicted and everything. And the president still says about white supremacists, you know, they have some fine people on their side. Think about that. <laughs> Think about that. Um, They're not all bad. Yeah, some of them are good. We tried to give them that. We're like, listen, you can have your freedom. But, you know, if there's one thing I've learned from all this is you can't allow racists to be free because they, they can't handle it. They're not mature. You see that they're trying to put uh, the KKK on the uh, terrorist yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Terrorist list, terrorist group list. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what it takes for people to get it. And somebody was like freaking out because they're the guy who owns the General Lee from the Dukes of Hazard uh-huh. wants to paint over the Confederate flag on the hood. See, people don't realize it. There was a TV show called The Dukes of Hazards mm-hmm. down in the South, mm-hmm. where two dudes, white dudes, but whatever, it doesn't matter. They were driving around in a car called General Lee who was obviously the, the general for the Southerners in Civil War. And it had the Confederate flag painted on the top, and it was doing all kinds of cool tricks. And the General Lee and the Duke boys mm-hmm. were always trying to like, get away from the law. And the, the law was always trying to capture them. And they had Roscoe Pico Train and Boss Hog, a big yep. fat dude. Yeah, that's what he said. And so they were always trying to capture these Duke boys that were in the... And and so Dukes. just think about where America was that that was considered like a nice family show, okay? And I'm not even against the Dukes. I I actually used to watch Dukes. I like. I'm not totally yeah. against it. Okay, oh, yeah. that's where Daisy Dukes comes from, yeah. right? The fucking short shorts with the butt cheeks hanging yeah. out the bottom. That's from that. I can support that. Now here's the thing, though. <laughs> the owner of the General Lee is like, based on everything that's going on, said, "I'm going to pan over the Confederate flag now." That's hard. That's real. Hard. That's that's hard because you know that shit is worth a lot of money, and for him to do that, he's he's standing up. Well, it's meant a lot for the whole race community, right? I mean, not race, like, but uh, car race, right? You know I mean, NASCAR, that's, uh, yeah. And so, like, I'm I'm fine. In fact, I don't personally, me personally, even that, I'm like, oh, whatever. The guy wants to fucking put a fucking, but it's his right. It's his property. Yeah. Okay. Then I've got a ton. Of these uh, folks that are saying that that's destroying and erasing history, and I and I'm like, only these soft-headed people would think that changing a prop from a television show mm. is erasing history. <laughs> yeah. Like, what the fuck? What do you mean? Like, what the fuck? Who are you would talking even about? argue it? Who would even say anything about it? I'm telling you right now, these 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 
people on Facebook. So, so to your point, I've been going on Facebook and I've just been crushing fools. <laughs> I've been taking cr- souls. I've been fucking crushing fools. I'm like, you know what? If you're gonna say something stupid on my post or my friend's post, if you're gonna say something stupid, I'm gonna put a fucking half-paged scorched earth fucking essay. Break them and breaking wills. Nuke them. Essay about why you're fucking crazy. You know, half <laughs> the ignorant people won't even read. That. They'll look at it and be like, fuck this, I can't read all this. I hope they don't. They're I, like, I can't even, that's too far thought out like that. My <laughs> goal, too far advanced. my goal is not to convince those people of anything. My goal is to show those people that there's solidarity for the other side. And I'm helping my friends because I got a lot of friends who haven't had the amount of schooling and they're not lawyers, so they don't know how to marshal rhetoric and all that other mm-hmm. shit. They don't even know how to spot like a weird lie. Like, you know, when sometimes someone puts a comment up and it's like it, it refutes what you said, but like it, but, you know, there's something wrong with what they're saying, but you're not quite sure how to articulate why this sounds like bullshit. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, I'm trained in that so I can pick that out. Right. So partially why. And if it's on their post, I hope at least one fucking Trump supporting fool has to look at that and be like, fuck. In fact, I have made a couple of people uh, cry like, no, remove their name from the comments that they had put. They removed their comments. <laughs> ah, they nice. did. They did. I fucking I can't. In fact, I, go ahead. I, I was going to say the same thing. I've been having the same shit the other day when I got shot with the thing. Yeah. By those cops, still talking shit on your post. Instagram. They were talking shit. People were just saying stupid, ignorant shit. And I was like, "What the fuck?" And I just started laying into right. everybody, like telling them all this shit, like da 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 da. And they're now half of them follow me and try to be my right. friend now. Right? Or they're like, "All right, yeah, I get what you're saying. My bad." Like that's why I say it's it's our duty to like educate these fools and yes, get them to think I agree. beyond what they're thinking right now because I agree. sometimes you just people get caught like in relationships like with a woman right Go sometimes ahead. you guys get caught in a cycle and nobody's thinking they're just yeah, like this cycle going, comes you like know? once a month right <laughs> but uh, when people don't uh, no, <laughs> you weren't talking about that okay yeah <laughs> that was my bad we all go through it. i was thinking about that <laughs> everybody was thinking the same thing yeah so it's the same thing. Sometimes people just never been shown the outside of that cycle. So you can't, they can't, they're not even understanding their accountability. Right. So this is why I agree with you. So this is why I'm saying I'm not accepting or entertaining their opinion, yeah. but I'm definitely educating them as to number one, their opinion is based on fucking wet sand or some kind of, mm like bacon fat that hasn't even coalesced yet and they have no idea what they're talking about. Mm. They haven't defined their terms. So they're throwing out these words, but they don't really define what it means in this particular context. And three, they just can't avoid the fact that if you're a Trump supporter, you're supporting probably the worst president in history when it comes to being an executive in charge. And it's no, it's no shock. They were told before listen i loved as much as the next person watching trump destroy the republican party i loved it right when he was fucking mopping the floor with ruba rubio and fuck marco rubio and he was fucking make jeb bush look like a fucking half a man i loved that i agree i love that okay but that doesn't mean he knows how to run the greatest most powerful corporation in the entire world called the united states which belongs to the people we're the shareholders 
He was like that that hot ass chick that you see that's a terrible human being. <laughs> you know what I mean? Everybody was like, "Yeah, we're gonna fucking be America again." Oh shit! What right. happened? How did I get in this relationship? Oh boy, speak on that, man. How many times have you been pulled into the honey pot? Been flim flam. Uh, oh god. And sometimes you see like a hot chick and you know she's crazy, but you're like, you know what? I can handle it. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I can do. Listen, I've dealt with worse. Six months later, you're like, God, please just leave me. <laughs> let, let me go. Set me free. Yeah, totally. Dude, you know what? To your point, my wife made an observation, which I thought was fucking dead on. She said, you know that Trump is really the second version of Sarah Palin. When McCain ran with Palin as a VP, she didn't read the news. She was an idiot. But she was kind of charismatic and said a lot of shit off the top of her head. That sounded really good for like conservative and da 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 da. But at that point in time, America still hadn't opened enough of a space for one of these idiots to come through and start making decisions. And so McCain loses to Obama. So she said, All Trump is is the second coming of what Palin started or what Palin Palin was a warning or a prediction of what was to come. Yeah, but then who do you what other person were we gonna stuck with hillary well now that's a great point Ugh, yeah right now listen let me tell you something the devil you do or the devil you don't uh well, i don't know okay so i don't know which <laughs> devil she is is that the devil you do or is that the devil you don't you don't if you put hillary next to trump i pick hillary i'm not saying that that's an that, but that's a low standard but if you ask me anything hillary knows how to be an executive is she a good person? I don't know. She's a terrible human being. <laughs> How so? I know people that that know people that I got sources to say it that way. You got she's just you. not a good person. But let me ask you this. If you put Hillary and Donald Trump together and you gotta pick one, who are you picking? Mm, probably but, the one that we could take control of. Which is? Probably Trump. But everybody has to do it. Okay. Hillary Hillary would not Hillary's like a mastermind fucking type person. What do you the mean? Clintons are masterminds. That's true. Go bro, ahead. bro, they just had her trial while all this shit is going on and it should be a huge deal. Yeah. Where is it? What trial? For what? the emails, for her damaging everything that they were looking for. Her trying to hide evidence. I mean, from I think the was it the Benghazi and all that shit. Oh shit! From, uh, okay, from look, money. Here we go. The money shit. I don't know, bro. Okay, so now so Hillary Clinton is on trial for Benghazi this week. Uh, now according to Politifact, no Hillary Clinton isn't on trial over the terror attack in Benghazi. Hillary Clinton is not on trial in connection with the 2012. A court hearing was held. There as to go. whether Clinton should be forced to give a deposition in a lawsuit that is seeking emails and other records regarding the attack. Uh, so there's been something going around saying, with the death of George Floyd and its aftermath dominating the headlines, a Facebook post exclaimed, did anyone realize Hillary Clinton's on trial this week? Does the media have you blinded by riots? The June 4th post gained 10,000 shares. The court case involving a court case involving Clinton was in court, but she wasn't on trial. Okay, so that's the distinction that's being made right there. Okay. All right. Terror attacks 
Attacks in Benghazi, Libya killed the U.S. ambassador and three Americans. Clinton was Secretary of State at the time. During Clinton's 2016 presidential run, okay, we know all that. Uh, her political opponents made a number of claims about her actions at the time of the attacks. We raided false acclaim by Donald Trump, then the Republican nominee, that Benghazi victims were left helpless to die as Clinton soundly slept in her bed. Did you could apply that to Trump right now with George Floyd. A claim by then House Speaker Paul Ryan that repeated requests for additional security in Benghazi were routinely denied. However, that was rated as true. So there were requests to increase security. Clinton denied it. That's true. All right, so that's giving you some sense of where this, this article is. But on June 2nd, a hearing was held in a lawsuit involving the attack and Clinton's use of private email account and server during her tenure as Secretary of State. Filed in 2014 by Judicial Watch, a conservative group that litigates on public corruption. Da, 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 da. The suit sought records. Clinton was challenging a ruling that she can be deposed in the case. Mm. And the court said, no, she doesn't have to be deposed. Now, without getting stuck into that time warp, she wasn't on trial. It was whether or not she had to give a deposition as to whether or not these, uh, the, the political, the, the, the lawsuit people or whatever, the, the plaintiffs, can it, uh, get the emails. For whatever reason, the judge said, no, it's not necessary for her to give a deposition, and I'm not going to go into all the reasons why that could be the case or why that might be bullshit. She should have given a deposition because then we'd be far afield. But in any event, yours, let, let's take it out of, I'm saying in terms of, of executive running the country, honestly, if I'm going to be honest with myself, at the time, mm. now I kind of agree with you in the sense that at least Trump brought out all the bullshit that we're fighting against. Nothing would have changed if she Nothing would have changed. You are absolutely right. Nothing. Okay, I'm not going to... Uh, so when we... could, well, After knowledge, I agree with you. Foreknowledge, putting myself at the time, knowing what I knew then in terms of who can manage shit better, I would have picked Hillary. I did pick Hillary. I voted for Hillary. I'll admit mm. it. Now, look, it was my initial, including right now. Do you think I want to vote for Biden? Do you really think I want to vote for Biden? I don't even know who is worth voting for nowadays. Right? The only reason I'm going to vote Biden is because I'm forced to because we can't have a, a, a white supremacist sympathizer in the White House. Just can't. Yeah. That's the only reason. Biden's been, he's, he was down with Obama. Right. And now look at, at Obama, right? Let me say, was he the greatest president that ever lived? No, I don't think he was the greatest. But was he an effective leader in a lot of things? Yes. Right? I think he had a, his hands tied a lot of the time. Because sure. everybody was sitting there ready to crucify him. So he couldn't do too much. He couldn't do too much over here. He just tried to keep it as, as level as he could. Right. Yes, man, a lot of motherfuckers. But really, when he should have stepped up, he should have stepped up harder and some shit. Right. But, but maybe he did it that way but just maybe, to survive. Maybe the moment, maybe the moment to step up for Obama's, for the Obama's, is now. Like you said, Trump has teed it up. We got to take advantage of this moment. Mm -hmm. This window is fucking open. As open as it's ever been in a long time. Bro, this is crazy. Like, look at everybody is up in arms. Like, right. It's amazing. Like, what the fuck? Like, right. Everybody is up. Let me right. ask you a question. Go ahead. There's been a lot of talk, Danny, about 
you know, everything from National Guards to uh, martial law to troops being deployed and military forces in our cities. I want to know, like, I want to know from your perspective, because I know you talk to a lot of guys that are still in military. What What is that? Like, is it some military get deployed? Is it martial law? What's that? What would something like that look like? What would be, how would something like that unroll? And once unrolled, what, what do you, from what you could tell us, what would that be run like for, say, Los Angeles, if that were to happen? That, it would be, it would be like we're in Iraq. <laughs> Literally, like, it would just be like we're in Iraq all over again, but on our own turf. Really? Which would be crazy. Like, think about, we'll be patrolling Los Angeles. Let me ask you a question. What's the difference between National Guard and the Army? Uh, National Guard is, it's attached to the Army and all this stuff, right? right. But National Guards are just people that play Army. They just play Army, like yeah. on the weekend? or Yeah, what? exactly. So they only got to go like one weekend a month or some shit like that. So they're not trained. like. So they wear the uniforms, but they're not really no. trained in Hell the same no. sense. They're just bodies so that if we run out of bodies or we need bodies to do some shit that anybody could do, mm-hmm. we call those guys. <laughs> we'll be like, all right, we do all this training. They spend all this money on us all the time. Like we need somebody to to do the shit that we're we got too much time like doing other shit. Right. So National Guards are like but then you do have some National Guards that are like come from service. So they do yeah. sign up for like another contract for National Guard and you make some more bread and you chill at home. But even then, like how 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 good are you when you don't do the shit all the time? This mm-hmm. the the thing about the National Guard because I was looking at that because I had another <sighs> soft served brained fucking idiot mm-hmm. when I was saying that Trump was a, a a fascist because he was threatening state governors who didn't ask for his help. He was threatening them like, hey, okay, if you guys don't get this shit under control, okay, I'm gonna send federal troops down there to handle it for you. <laughs> right? That's what he was saying. And so I was like, well, so. I said, like, that's fascist. And then some idiot was like, yeah, but Obama sent troops to Ferguson, so I guess you were supporting the fascist then too, right? So I looked into it. I'm like, what is the fuck is this guy talking about? So in Ferguson, Governor Jay Nixon of Missouri, first of all, th- this is a misunderstanding of what the National Guard is by this fool. Yes, it is a federal uh, service, but it's Dual oper- it's dual controlled by the state and the Fed. They both control it. And there's divisions p- for the different states. And the governor can sign an executive order activating the National Guard to quell or help or do whatever it is in the state. So Jay Nixon, the governor, did. He said, like, oh, shit, Ferguson's getting kind of crazy. I want the National Guard to step in to at least help contain it. It wasn't Obama forcing federal troops on the governor. Whereas Trump, in this case, is telling governors, handle it or I'm going to send troops to handle it for you. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. yeah, that's the same thing with training. Like he, the problem is that he public. I guarantee you, conversations happen like this, but they don't put them on TV. You know what I mean? <laughs> You're a hundred percent right, bro. Like, why are you airing out your shit? You don't like people. Like that's why I'm saying fear comes out in different ways, mm-hmm. right? If you fucking feel like you had to do that on live TV for your image, like you're fucked up. <laughs> Right. Like you're already the commander in chief. So why the fuck do you think you have to do anything more? Right. It's like being with the hot chick and still trying to fucking be the tough guy. Like she already picked you. Why are you fucking trying to trip out? Right. Like what are you show- Who are you proving it to? You yeah. must not be proving it to her. Yeah. Because you're still doing the same behavior. Yeah. Right. So who are you proving it to? Must be to yourself because mm-hmm. you have a se- severe sense of inferiority. Yeah. You severe, know you're lacking, something. so therefore you're trying to win it by having this image. Yeah, you know, the thing that's crazy about that is is that um, there's lots of news articles about the fights that went on behind the scenes when Trump wanted to deploy 10,000 actual, like, army into Washington, D.C. That like, like, just as you were saying, he's probably back there, and he's telling these generals who've been doing it for 20 to 40 years, like, I don't get it. Why can't I just bring 10,000 troops? Am I not the commander-in-chief? Am I not in charge? I'm going to, look, look, see? I'm in charge. See, I'm the big, I'm the big chief, see? <laughs> Man, see? Man, see? See, who won the election? See, I didn't, see? See, it's my name on the door there, see? General Mattis, take a look at that. Yeah. Uh. It's, your com- it says commander-in-chief, doesn't it? It's chief. I'm the big chief, see? So look at Look at here. I want to bring in 10,000 troops, see? And if I want to bring in 10,000 troops to wipe my ass, I'm going to do it, see? Edward my- G. Robinson. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I guarantee you, you're right. The conversation and the gen- and the great. and the Joint Chiefs of Staff are probably I like, like that. <sighs> it doesn't work like that, <laughs> Mr. President. They probably couldn't even tell him. It doesn't quit talking, asshole. They, they because these guys are decorated officers. They probably still were like, Mr. President. <laughs> that or he, like he's trying to pull like. How much shit could I get away with when I say this? We'll see what the reaction is from yeah. the mass, and then. Depending if I could get away with it, bam, I'm going to go with it. And if the majority is on my side, I'm going to do it whether the rest of them don't like it or not. Well, I think um, I think we're just going to leave it there in terms of the – that was a great – I mean, we've got an actual guy who served this country in the military speaking on these topics. And you were down you – you went and protested or supported the protesters. You got shot up, right? Yep. Okay. So just, just – so Mr. and Mrs. Headphones, if you're listening to this and you're wondering where – a serviceman, a, a hero, somebody who's fought for freedom in another country off this, off these shores. Mm-hmm. You wonder where a guy like that stands in today's situation. He stands with the protesters. Yeah, I'm not saying that we don't need police. I'm not either. We need them. Yes, like, honestly, but we need them better. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I totally agree. Mm-hmm. We just need everybody to be better. Like. For some reason, there's a disconnect in people thinking that they're more human than other humans. Totally true. There's not. It's That's all human. Totally true. You, yeah. know, you know, on your point. Amen. Your on, species is human. On your point, I'm going to say this, too. The other thing that people are, are, are not really paying attention to is that maybe the old style policing that we've had for the last 180 years or whatever it's been. Mm-hmm. Like maybe that was OK for that time period. 
or the best that we could kind of do given mm-hmm. the technology, given the all the other stuff, right? There was no cameras for the body. There was no ability to ping and follow people, right? They've got, they're getting convictions now. Wait, I mean, okay. So at that time, maybe this was a good model of policing, but we're looking forward now, right? If this country is going to be competitive in the next 150 years, all of the structures have to change. To I be agree better. with that. I agree with that. To be better. Nothing should remain the same. Right. Yeah, think about it. Police back then, po- police learned how to be police when there was still segregation. Right. That's true. That is so That's true. That's true. That is 100% correct. So how, how does that work? Well, they also see segregation every day. They're, they're driving a beat and they're, they're put into a, a certain section of community or whatever and they see the division. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, but... But on top of that, the way the police are funded is actually oftentimes disconnected from accountability. And the crazy part is, is that if the police then do do something fucked up, it's the taxpayers that pay off the damages. They yeah. clean it up. That's fucked. So, and as, as you said, Old Blue Eyes, the, um, the, a lot of police don't live in the communities for, that they walk. Police. Right, yeah. right. And, and I think it's Camden, New Jersey, Right, that's the place where they defunded the police and rebuilt the police in a different manner. You know what, too, though? Like, look at look at their their fucking the, the side of the police thing says to protect and serve. Right. right. Who does it say to serve and protect or protect and serve? I'll Doesn't look it matter. Up. I'll look it up. But here's the thing. Listen, just hear me out when I say this. Go ahead. For one thing is. If you ask somebody why well, I want to be a police officer, and they tell you, ah, you know, I want to help the world. To protect and to serve. To protect and serve. You know, man, then you could go off and fucking go to go get a job working for the Peace Corps and go build houses in Guam. Mm-hmm. Those people, you know, you'd be helping humanity. Sure. You know? Sure. Go to Africa, man. Go fucking, you know, try and help some kids, you know, bring them some food. I don't know. You sure. know, like there's a or bunch of stuff. Or help these homeless people that Whatever. are right here yeah, on sure. the street. Okay. So. I'm getting mad again. <laughs> so I, I I think that there's some funky shit anyways. Now, if you're going to come just to wear a firearm and fucking point at things and tell people what to do. Right. Guard, essentially. Policing. Right. Well, then, okay. But I think half your time. If you're doing that, your other half of the time of these officers yeah. should be unarmed. Yeah. In a polo shirt. Going into communities. Yeah. Coaching basketball. Right. Fucking setting up you know, a lot of these guys they have they have uh degrees and stuff. Right. So sit down and do some social work. Start leading some groups. Dude, Go I'm- learn have a have a fucking start teaching the police officers how to hold community events and this and that. Teach them, train them with all the money we've got. And our police should protect and serve. So I love half what the you're tap that ah, your fucking damn. four hour shift, five hour shift, you're out there with the strap on doing what you gotta do, right? Yeah. But your other four hours, you're in some community, you're doing something. Even if your job is to go carry groceries for senior citizens. You have a different job all the time, just different areas. I love what you say. And then you're turning around and you're policing the people 
that you've actually helped. That you're right. doing this all in the same community. You got it. So yeah. you get a call from the lady that's like, hey, there's somebody breaking in my house, and you brought her groceries in earlier that day. You have a relationship with yeah. her. She trusts you now. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? And she might not call you for any bunk stuff if it's really there. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's. It goes both ways. You're part of the solution and you're part of, you know what I'm saying? But you know what's awesome about what you're saying is, Mm. is that the way the the structure is now, for the most part, uh, the only side of a human being that decides he wants to be police, that's being given any support is the authoritarian protection da 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 side. Right. And yeah. you're saying a cop is a f- actually a full human being and the other side that needs to be fed in his job is the serve part. Right. I ain't never gotten served but with a sentence from a police officer. <laughs> okay? But no, let me the reality is uh, is so is ser- am I being served by a police officer taking care of um I don't know. Uh, somebody illegally parked, or uh, somebody who ran a stop sign. Are they? Ser- is that is that me being served? Oh, you're you're serving me because you're protecting that that person could have maybe ran into me drunk, and you're or whatever it might be. No, but what I'm saying is, so, is that because if that's not served, I've never been served, right? right? Right, but but what but your point is great because it's it's actually helpful to the to the human being that has to wear the uniform. You're saying like, while you're saying you've never been served, I get that. Right. The only time a police officer sought me out was to uh, follow me, to uh, surveillance me, or to come pick me up on charges. Right. right. That's the only time they showed up. Right. I never had a police officer, and this is just my experience. I'm not saying this is everybody. This is of Steve Lucha. Right. I've never had a police officer come and say, hey, I mean, I know you, you got out of prison, you're trying to make things work, you're trying to change, or I know you're working with these kids, or or it's your fucking fly, so you got a flat tire. Nothing. Right. I've never had a police officer come up to me in any way, shape, or form and try and serve me. Right. And regardless of who I am, I'm a member of the community that you police, right. but you you haven't served me. So where does this serve? So, oh, we're going to serve some see some people here, some certain people. We, yeah, right. You know, that, we, serve, we serve a certain, you know. I can't but. remember what thinker it is. I can't remember who it is, but a philosopher uh, said that when you start hearing slogans about freedom, the first thing you need to ask is for who and to do what. There you go. This, yeah, there you go. These are those types of words you can just throw throw out there and plaster them for whatever. Listen, so that's all I'm saying but, but, is but, I think we should wanna... get back to doing what we say. If you're really here to make this community better, is that mm-hmm. why you became a police officer? No, but my point is, this is what I want to. This is really what I want to say to you about this. Uh, Your mm-hmm. point's even stronger because it's actually helpful to the human being that wears the uniform. The way the structure's set up right now, that human being's positive side is not being rewarded. It's not being fed. It's it's it, he's yeah. the monster side. Yeah. is only being supported by the structure negative. that you, right, right the negative negative negative. And what negative, you're saying negative. is not only would it be in have integrity with what they claim they're doing, which is serve, mm-hmm. but it would also for a guy, let's say a guy or a gal who got into policing for maybe mixed reasons, right? Mm-hmm. The side of them that cares about people mm-hmm. might actually grow. Because because they're serving, and the other flip side of that is the people that are in there for one reason and one reason over only, right? And that's they want to point a fucking gun and they want to fucking have power and they want to rob them. They're going to weed them out. Yeah, Yeah. those people aren't going to spend half their ship 
Hel- helping somebody, oh, helping yeah. a person with a color of skin they don't like, going into the community, helping—they're not going to do that, man. Or, they don't really care about those people, so they'll go find somewhere else to go. But the people that are really with the program, right. that showed up to protect us, that really want to better the community, humanity, whatever you society. Right. But well, here's your opportunity, man. We're going to need you to uh, do some guarding and some policing, whatever that is, right? And we're also going to need you to serve in the community. Damn. And when we when I say serve, bro, everybody thinks of one thing. The Bible, Jesus served. Some people think of served, like I served. Everybody, not necessarily that vision, right. but when I say when you say the word serve, we all know what that means. That means to serve to 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 look out for somebody. Right. Right. There ain't no fucking like it ain't gray what serving is. Right. Either I'm out serving or I'm not. You know, I was being of service or I wasn't. Right. There ain't no fucking. And I think that we should. You know, it would better everything, bro. I you agree. have a relationship with the I people agree. that are either victims or the uh, predator or whatever it is. You've now gained. It wouldn't that make sense for the police yeah, too? Though, yeah. that like, but the hard you're starting part, to know the your hard, community. The hard part about that is, uh, is all the people that started when segregation was in are the people in charge now. Sure, but, but so now you got to get those people that are that mindset already in that mindset, or you just got to get the people mindset. above is, them to get in the mindset. But, they're but just going to do what they're told. This is why. This is why there are cries for defunding and disbanding the police. People think like, oh, so then we're not going to have any police. That's not what they're saying. They're saying this old guard got to be dismantled. Mm-hmm. We got to dismantle and defund the old way. Okay. So we can build the new way. Yes. And there might be some people. That went from the old way to the new way. Fine. Yeah, they got to change too. And not only that, but you're going to be rewarded in a different way. You're not going to get rewarded for arrests. Mm-hmm. You're not going to you go. get like you're going to also get rewarded for how you're helping to build the community. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Because it's a civil servant. At the end of the day, no matter which way you slice it, a police officer is a civil servant. He's there to serve. He's there to protect. Protection is serving yeah. the citizens. So why not stop the job just being so focused on all the negative shit? Because yeah, I bet you that has to push them into a deeper space. Like, Absolutely. Imagine somebody that comes into our community every day and only deals with the negative part of our community. Right. Doing what Lucky says about bringing them into our community and having them deal with the, the real side of our community. And the not whole only, side. Not only the, whole the worst of our community. You know what I mean? Because every community has a worst spot. Every community, every correct. community, look at, look gated at, communities got fucking drug addict, fucking retard fucks over there. Look at South South you know Beach. I mean? Look it at South matter. Beach. We gotta be easy even, with the even, retard word. Oh, sorry. Whatever. No. Even in South Beach, Florida. <laughs> Didn't mean that. Right? Like, <laughs> look at South Beach, Florida. As many mansions as they had, they still had a child molesting predator living amongst them. Mm. Jeffrey Epstein. Yep. Like every community. Has a dark side. Yeah. Right? It's they also just, got a bright side. They just don't have to deal with it. That's exactly right. And so I'm so what I'm saying is 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 if you want to treat the whole community, you have to treat the whole human being in the officer. And I think actually it's gonna be better. This isn't about in my mind when I hear what Steve's saying and what you're saying, Danny, and what you you agree with, old blue eyes, I'm actually hearing that without actually coming out and saying it, and I'm not saying this to make excuses. Because they got to be held accountable. That's the other part. But I am saying that the way the job seems like it's set up right now structurally, 
that the only part that's getting looked at, activated by the job is the negative part inside the cop. Yeah. Okay. And if the job seriously structurally had in place a part that's also going to take the positive side of the cop, then you're treating the whole cop. If the whole cop is getting treated, it more improves the chances that the cop is also going to be treating the whole community. Mm -hmm. Right. Definitely. And our concept of policing isn't just, you know, just make crime go a, down. Right. A gun. Right. Around. And, um, and you know, it's structural, meaning like it doesn't matter who's in the position, actually, because you often see a lot of cops of color doing exactly what the white cops are doing. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, if you look at the George Floyd thing, I think at least the other cops, uh, one of them was Asian. The yeah. other one was Latin. And they were just standing around with their hands in their pocket. So that to me means that, yes, while there is systemic racism, uh, that's true. Also, the structure can make monsters out of anybody. That's why the structure's got to change. Yeah. For the future. That's right. It's only feeding the negative side. Exactly. What's up, everyone? This is Sound Guy Sean. Join us later this week for part two with Danny as we discuss the botched invasion of Venezuela with our military expert. Thanks for listening. Adios. Mm -hmm.